the day on the lowdown, a Down syndrome podcast. Jason Karnawalchuk and Asia Masters gives us the lowdown on finding a job as person with Down syndrome. Over to you, Hannah Marla. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Lowdown Podcast. My name is Hannah Mahmood, OT at the DSRF, and I am joined by my fabulous co-host and colleague Marla Folden, an SLP at the Down Syndrome Resource Foundation. Hello, Marla. Hey, Hannah. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited for today. Mm-hmm, me too. Um, so today, we have an exciting topic for you, that many families view this equal parts hope and concern. We are talking about starting employment and how that process can get going. It is a hope that today's episode leaves you feeling capable with some steps that you yourselves can take to get your loved one with Down syndrome off to that great start in terms of employment. So our first guest today is Asia Masters. Asia has been an instructor at the Down Syndrome Resource Foundation since 2015. She completed the Employment Support Specialty Certificate Program at Douglas College, and she believes in inclusive employment for all and is excited to offer one-to-one employment services for individuals looking for meaningful work. This is a very exciting new program Mm -hmm. that she started at the DSRF. Um, and also she assists in the DSRF's Reading and Communication Plus program and the Money Math and Budgeting programs as well. She's also helping in teaching a new program that we've started called GROW, which stands for Gaining Relationships and Occupational Wins, with our colleague Andrea Lee, who has been a guest on the podcast before. Um, if that wasn't enough, Asia is also super busy in helping um, run a couple of other programs, Friday Reads and Pop Goes the World. Pop Goes the World is a really fun program where they talk about pop culture. So really, really cool. Um, our second guest today is Jason Konowalchuk. Jason is employed at Meridian Farm Market in Tawasson, which is a small town here in BC, where he's been working in the meat department for over two and a half years. Jason does something different each workday, but usual tasks include making kebabs, mm -hmm, packaging frozen meat and bones, and stocking the display cabinet. He loves all sports activities involving friends, kayaking, hiking, music, dancing, um, trying new things, and meeting new people of all ages. Welcome to the Lowdown, Asia and Jason. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having us. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's wonderful to have you here today. We can't wait to talk about getting a job, being oh, employed. Yeah. It's going to be excellent. Yeah. yeah, excited to be here. Awesome. Yep. Are you excited, Jason? Yeah, yeah very oh. excited. Fantastic. Great. Okay. So if you guys have listened to our podcast before, we always like to start off with asking some fun little icebreaker questions. Okay. Does that sound good, Jason? Yes. You're cool? All right. Um, Jason, I'll start off with you first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, what do you, what accessory do you think is really important to have for summertime? Like sunglasses, shorts, like what is your favorite summertime accessory? My favorite summer is some ice cream and lay back and go to the beach and have a great time. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So you're about the summer activities. That's yes, yeah, I do. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Um, Asia, what about a favorite summer accessory for you? What's your go-to? Um, go-to accessory has got to be my sunglasses. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got to go good with every shape. outfit and keep your eyes protected, you know? Yeah. Great. Um, okay, question number two. Um, Asia, let's start off with you first. What are you currently listening to? So, audiobook, music, you pick. 
Um, music. I've been really into Ray LaMontagne lately. Mm. Ooh, and yes. we just moved and I've got now a record collection. So going oh. through some records, some classics, been listening to Elton John and Queen. Oh, yeah. Well. Oh, on so, record. On record, yeah. Really nice. Yeah. Something yeah. about record. Proper vinyl, yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, Jason, what kind of music are you into these days? And I like listening to like very old music and okay. kind of like, like led by like 50s, 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. Wow. And a big one is Elvis Presley, oh. the king of rock. Yeah, The king of rock. <laughs> Have you seen the new Elvis movie, Jason? Not yet. Um, I'm going to soon. Great. Mm-hmm. I awesome. heard it's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me too. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. Marla's going to take over for the All next All right. Week. I'll take over the next question crafted especially for Asia and Jason. <laughs> is there a vegetable that you think is gross? I'll start, Jay. Um, vegetable I think is gross and can't stand, won't eat, are peas. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Everyone I picked them out of my fried rice. I <laughs> don't think they have a place anywhere. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. What about you, Jason? Is there a vegetable that you think is gross? Mostly nothing. I like eating all vegetables. Oh, oh. model citizen. Yeah. Model <laughs> citizen. Uh, okay, question number four. What do you do to relax after a really long day? Jason, do you want to start? Yeah, sometimes I wear my pajamas while I finish at work, or sometimes I give myself some food, like after the marine for market. Mm-hmm. Yep. And sometimes I get um salsa rolls, mm-hmm. and and sometimes I buy and share some with my family, like pepperoni sticks. Nice. So you buy some extra things at the end of your shift, take yeah. those home with you? Yeah, and sometimes I buy uh, coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To At the end of the day? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, you're brave. Day. <laughs> Whew, I'd be up all night. Yeah. Asia, what do you do to de-stress at the end of the day? Um, often have listen to some music. And in the past year or so, or I guess two years after COVID, um, I've started like cooking more. Oh. So by that time, I like put earbuds in at home and just kind of like unwind and cook something. Yummy. Love yeah. it. And if it's nice, like go for a walk or go sit in the park. Mm-hmm. Sunshine. All right. Last question. What's your favorite place to go for a long weekend? A long weekend is love and I know I'm being there before. I want to go to Mexico. Mexico. Wow. Yeah, on a short or trip. Fiji. Or Fiji. I mean, yeah. I would take it. Yeah. Totally. That would be nice. So you're like a beach guy. Yeah, I can okay. a beach guy or with my rent, like a house up to Seashell. Oh, oh, up in Seashell? Yeah. yeah. And I got a perfect beach and dock. Perfect. Let's so- see. Um, my mom's dad, he used to before he sell his place. Oh, he used uh, to have a cabin or something. Yeah. Okay. That's really nice. That's a that's a local getaway. That's yeah. Totally possible. Yeah. Just go to. Yeah. The most. Excellent. Mm-hmm. What about you, Asia? Where do you like to go for a long, long weekend? Um, one of my best friends has a cabin at Shushwap Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I had the opportunity, I'd love to go up there. They also have a dock right on the beach, which would be cool. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Salt Spring Island. Oh yeah. Nice. Or, yeah. For all, your mm. yeah. all your cheese needs. All your cheese and soap needs. Yeah. Yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> More the cheese. More the cheese, yeah. All right, let's dive into employment here. I'm going to start. We're going to have some questions for Asia. So, Asia, how did you get started working in employment support? Um, well, when I started working at DSRF now almost seven years ago, 
and I was hired as the teaching assistant for our adult programs. Mm-hmm. Um, I had the opportunity to work with our amazing young adults who were really smart and hardworking and who were really hopeful to enter the workforce. Um, and I would see these kids come through our programs and graduate and then mm. um, mm-hmm. maybe not even a volunteer position. They were mm-hmm. having problems finding work. If they had work, it was like, you know, one three-hour shift a week. Um, so I found that there was a really big gap between our guys graduating and then mm-hmm. entering the workforce and that kind of that next step. So mm-hmm. I decided that I would go back to school and kind of figure that out a little bit, go um, learn more about more about employment support and then uh, get something like that started here. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a really, it is a huge gap. So typically what happens is that people will finish with high school and they might do an extra year of high school. Then they come and do a different kind of program, like a transitional type program, which is mm-hmm. what we offer here for young adults, um, where you maybe brush up on some extra reading and math skills, get really ready to enter the workforce and gain that maturity. And then the next step is the missing piece or has been in the past of like, how do you actually get, you know, the job interview, the job, the hours that are enough to, you know, consider real employment. Mm-hmm. Um, so who who do you support now? How does that work? How many people do you have sort of with you? Yeah, currently I've got like one, I suppose, like active client who mm-hmm. I'm helping or working on finding a job with. Mm-hmm. Um I had our my first hire earlier this year, mm-hmm. um, so that was really cool. But he was somebody who had previously had employment and just needed some brushing up and, um, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit of transition into the new a new, new sector. Job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got two students lined up for the fall who are students who have done our programs, who have graduated, and now who are going to be looking for employment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, what kind of things do you do with them? Do you go? And like hand out your resume or what does it look like when you're working with somebody? Yeah. So it would depend on the client, but typically if they've been out of our programs for a while, then they come and we'll do some one-on-one work together. Mm -hmm. Um, talking about, you know, how to set boundaries at work with bosses and managers and work expectations and, um, how to ask for help at work and clarification and kind of all those, you know, basic starting, you know, employment tips and then we can build a resume if they don't have one um interview prep mm-hmm. if that's something that they're interested in and then i can mm-hmm. also and have gone to interviews mm-hmm. with the clients so mm-hmm. to support them while they're there and to mm-hmm. have the you know be a bridge between the employer and, and the client mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so do you support them once they like when does your support stop like if they need help while they're at work, do you still go in time to time to check in on them? Yeah. yeah. So once employment has been secured, what we've been doing is I'll go in and do their first few shifts with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so be there at their first few shifts, you know, implement um, if they need visuals or mm-hmm. if they need um, other accommodations made at work um, to support them. Like, you know, so they're successful there. Also yeah. ensuring that the employer feels um, supported. So once the client feels good at work by themselves, then it would just become like a check-in. You know, start with a weekly check-in, then a monthly, and then eventually, you know, every three months or if the employer needs to contact me, um, I would be able to provide support there. But mm-hmm. eventually phasing me out so that the individual can be on their own, successful yeah. on their own. Fantastic. Um, what can families do in the years, you know, leading up to employment that would help set the foundation for success. So I'm kind of thinking 
like mid to late high school years, or even for some of them that have been out of high school mm-hmm. and may want to start a job in, the, in about a year. So like, what are some of the things that families can work on or focus on with them? Uh, I would say one of the things to start with, even when they're almost a bit younger, is what asking them what they want to do when they grow up. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's often a gap missed for our population. You know, their siblings are always asked that. What do you want to do after high school? What's your plan? Where do you want to go to school? What do you mm-hmm. want to be? And it doesn't seem to be as prevalent with our guys talking about it until they're 18 graduating and it's like, oh my gosh, we need to get you a job. Yeah. We don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So talking about all the different jobs um, and then also talking about jobs where like you think your child would be really good. Like, you know, I think you'd make a really good cashier at a or a barista at a coffee shop because you're so friendly and enthusiastic. So mm-hmm. kind of, you know, setting the groundwork for them to know their strengths and mm-hmm. where they would maybe be really successful, I think, totally. is yep. a good place to start. Yeah, mm-hmm. And also the expectation that yeah. you are going to work. Totally. Right? And like yeah. something for the young person to also be thinking about yeah. like out in the community, would I want to do that when I see this person being a barista? Yeah. Like could I, can I picture myself doing that? Yeah. Totally. I think those are important preambles too totally and I love that you said at the top of the question was like to ask them what they want to do what is their dream job and often dream jobs may not necessarily be exactly what might happen but you can find uh you know something in between so like if somebody says I want to be a doctor and if that may or may not be possible you know you really dig into being like what is it about being a doctor that's really what you want to do and it ends up being like they just want to wear like the wide lab coat and kind of interact with people then you can mm-hmm. figure out okay so, well maybe not you it's not the doctor part but it's more yeah. the interaction so maybe you could be the person that signs in the patients right mm-hmm. so really digging into what it is that they really want to do mm-hmm. and how they want it to to happen mm-hmm. so that's really and great. those plans take many you know, iterations, right? I mean, how many of us are doing what we planned when we were children? Not exactly. I'm not Shakira as I planned. So, (laughs) you know. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of them want to be, you know, things that they see that are obvious, you know, police officer, Mm -hmm. fireman, Mm -hmm. doctor, nurse, whatever, you know, places where they go a lot and see kind of the, you know, fancy people and the cool jobs. But Yeah. yeah, bringing it to a realistic level and talking about it throughout the lifespan, not just when they're 18 and need mm-hmm. a job tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. very, very important. Yeah. Um, so in your position as, you know, running this program, have you found that many employers are looking to hire inclusively or has that process been really difficult? It seems so far that they are interested in hiring inclusively. I think the barrier is the unknown. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, if you don't know somebody with Down syndrome or you're, you know, not sure of, you know, how to support somebody, it can be very daunting mm-hmm. to undergo that. And especially, you know, if it's a busy company and sometimes people just always don't have or don't make the time for stuff like that. So I don't think it's necessarily they're not interested in hiring inclusively. I think it's the lack of support that they may feel. Mm-hmm. Um, but and we even had like the first person who I got a job for the that business actually reached out to me. And they wanted to hire inclusively. So, you know, Mm -hmm. there are places out there that are willing to do that. Yeah. Um, But I think what's more challenging would be finding, like like you said before, Hannah, finding the right fit for the Mm -hmm. client. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't just want to stick somebody as a cleaner at Safeway because that's the position available. You know, they really Or if they, you know, they want to be in the (laughs) restaurant industry or whatever. So it's more finding those 
proper employment fits for each person. Yeah. Just like how we all, you know, got a job that fits us well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something that they find meaningful. Right? Yeah. yeah. Meaningful work mm-hmm. is the goal. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, so kind of going off that, what are your top things that employers need to know when they hire someone as fabulous as Jason? Someone yeah. with Down syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, first things first, be prepared to have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um because our population is awesome. Um, But another thing to think about is that accommodations in the workplace, like the use of visuals or timers, you know, Jay can tell us about that a little bit later, but stuff like that, large font on things, labels on, you know, different size coffee pots. It's, you know, it takes a little bit to set that stuff up, but Mm -hmm. once that's in place, it benefits everybody. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, no one's going to come in and, you know, not like the visual that's been put up for somebody else it helps everybody and it really is also really good for new employees that come through the business you know Mm. it often takes down a lot of work that you need to do for training and and all that so just to you know it can be a bit daunting to to undertake but that accommodations are there and they will help everybody Mm -hmm. um so yeah be prepared to set those up using visuals um and just being being patient Mm -hmm. too because sometimes Mm -hmm. you know it can take our guys a little bit longer to learn something, mm-hmm. but once they've mastered it, they'll be the best at it. Mm-hmm. So. Love that. And I, um, I think it's, I'm so happy that you mentioned the idea that if you're setting something up for our individuals with Down syndrome, it's not going to make the job difficult for anybody else. If anything, it'll enhance everyone else's productivity perhaps. Mm-hmm. And I know that we, when we interviewed Mark Wafer, um, who's an inclusive employer, probably season one, I think. I don't know if I even remember. Um, but he was also saying that it's good for business mm-hmm. to hire people with diverse abilities. So yeah. I think that's it's fantastic that you're kind of reaching out and helping them understand that. Um, what, it, what is your advice for families who are nervous about their loved one or child entering the workforce? Because it is a big transition and a big responsibility. Yeah. Um, my advice would really be try not to be. Um, you know, trying new things can be intimidating, but often if you talk to any of our guys who've graduated, um, you know, anybody, all of our students, they're really keen to Mm -hmm. enter the workforce. Mm -hmm. Um, they're very excited. They're very motivated. A lot of them really want a job, even though if they may not know what exactly that means or under what capacity, but, um, you know, so trying to foster that excitement, um, and, you know, having the confidence that your child will succeed. I think that that is huge mm-hmm. um and it's an opportunity to like try new things for them to make new friends and being independent and a lot of our you know students who graduated and you know many individuals with down syndrome independence is something that mm-hmm. they strive for and so mm-hmm. just yeah knowing that they're excited um is you know you should really just try to foster that and be engaged with um their excitement yeah mm-hmm. love that mm-hmm. right all right jason we're all coming right. over to you um, first, can you tell us about your job? Uh, my job is about, about something with technique mm-hmm. and, and speed. And sometimes I do clean bone saws sometimes. Mm-hmm. And some kebabs and parsley and do all the things that. And my wife and my boss and say something to me like, I want to do that certain way to do it. Mm-hmm. And I will listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if I don't listen, just do it. 
Yep. Right? So you had to learn a lot of techniques, yeah. it sounds like, to be able to do all the different kinds of meat preparation that you have to do for the yeah. market. Right? And so it sounds like you also spend a lot of time talking with your boss about the right way to yeah. do things and get things done. That's pretty cool. Um, do you work every day at Meridian Meat Market? What does that look like for you? As the uh, work like in two days, like I work on Mondays and Thursdays. Okay. Awesome. And I think in the more hours mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. it's going to take a one hour break mm-hmm. or like 15 minutes. Yeah. Depending, and, on, yeah. depending on how long your shift is. Yeah. And it, Am I, did I understand what you were saying that you like it so much you would do more hours? Yeah, yeah, okay. I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a good sign if you like your job that much. That's excellent. Yep. Can you tell me about what Asia does with you? What do you guys do together? And together, we would do, we would discuss something like, like an example, like as I make um, a to-do list, mm-hmm. I have a picture on it and, you know, while well, if my boss is not there, oh, okay. I, uh, I do that. It's so easy for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So Asia helped you make a list of the jobs, the tasks at work. Yes. With pictures so that you can be independent. Yeah. So when your boss isn't there, you still know what to do and yeah. you can do your whole job. Yeah, and That's do a whole great. job. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Asia said something about timers. Can you tell me about what the timer is for? And uh, timer for the speed. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes I take a little bit slow pace. It's a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. While, if, like example, I do some dishes. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes I do something pretty fast. Mm-hmm. And I'm very enjoying that mm-hmm. very much. Excellent. So there are some times to be faster and sometimes to be slower, depending on what the job is, yeah. right? Because we don't want to cut ourselves, I guess, without any of the yeah. sharp stuff. But sometimes you can go fast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. sometimes I put myself too, like, you know, while I do some skewers. Oh, yeah. Oh, the skewers. Yeah. yeah. I know. That's that was tricky business. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally. Yeah. Sometimes the skewers. And to skin my fingers sometimes, yeah. or blood. Oh man! Or uh, maybe uh, while I do, uh, they have first aid kit. Yeah, there. first aid mm-hmm. kit. Mm-hmm. And and we use bandages and and yeah, I don't say this, but uh, at work, mm-hmm. and we have something to cover up yep. and 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 just. Uh, put some skewers on. Yep. Yeah. So uh, like health and safety stuff, yeah. right? With the first aid kit, if you yes. need it. Yeah. Right. And when Asia makes the visuals, so the list of things yeah. to do, do you find that helps your day? Yeah. It, you know, the help my day is so easier, like almost every single time. Well, perfect. Good job, Asia. That's what, you, that's what we want to hear. <laughs> um, Jason, is this the first job that you ever applied for? Um, no, actually I work in... Called landscaping, mm-hmm. like the like same area. Yep. And I do some part of some weeds. Mm-hmm. And they are in the help for community at Swanson. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, I pick up some um, later garbage. Yep. Or pull the 
squeezed out. Yeah. So you had an outside job before yeah. working on some weeding and garbage. And yeah, things. And it's a for summer job, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. and they coming back for um to be a team leader. Excellent! Wow, that's good. You got promoted. Yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic. Great, um, Jason. What is your favorite thing about your job? Favorite thing? Mm-hmm. Dishes. Oh. Dishes. Yeah. You like doing dishes, huh? Yeah, the most. Why do you like doing dishes? No, because with nice and warm water oh, to put my hands yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a fun, relaxing yeah. experience and for you. Yeah, and playing that AC there was oh. hot. Uh-huh. Having that cool there, have freezer oh, okay. and fridge. Don't mm-hmm. go in. It's, it feels nice. So it kind of right. sounds like you like the structure too, right? There's yes, like a I very do. clear yeah. what I need to do and where it needs to go. So it kind of helps you finish your job yeah. easily. Mm-hmm. I kind of like washing dishes too, actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me. About <laughs> <laughs> it's Well, I like to do it like I like you. I also like that it's cool or warm water depending on the season. But I like I like to clean things. So that's what I like about washing yeah. dishes. I like something dirty that turns into clean and it makes me feel better. Yeah. Is that is that the same for you? Does it make you feel better when you Yeah, see? I feel better and sometimes that work when I do a very deep clean. Oh, okay. Like almost like all, almost all apartment. Yep. Now yeah. I do that too. And, and sometimes like one customer just came behind me. Yeah. And I was supposed to. But I just help her out and I get oh. some food. Wow. So you're and multitasking. Yeah. yeah. And I can like that, but uh, I never supposed to. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. But I did anyways. That's just the last slide. Yeah. Well, you learn, right? Yeah, but yeah. I learned. Yeah, you mm-hmm. learned. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason, what advice would you give somebody else with Down syndrome if about getting a job? Uh, first, like... Not all different ages and can do and get a job. Mm-hmm. Like, what if you be like 60, 70? Okay. Or maybe like young like me or like age plus age. <laughs> and Are you calling Asia okay. old? <laughs> but uh, I know it's that Older. <laughs> like, like all different age. Yeah. So yep. one piece of advice would be that you could start working at age 16 or 17 or if yeah. you're older. Yeah, when yeah. I was younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else would you tell them about work? Is it like hard? Is Do you learn things? What kind of other things would you say? Yeah, for our, uh, like, when work, like, you better accept the feedback with your yeah. boss and say to you. Mm-hmm. And... So- uh, while work there, like you earn your respect there. Oh, and you Solid earn your respect. Advice, that is very good yeah. advice. So, yeah. So you listen to your manager, use the feedback, get better. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. I keep more practicing. Like yeah. while you you used to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do. Yeah, just something like that. Keep growing until yeah. you're used to it. I like right. that. That I like that you said that you, then you earn respect, right? Because you're working hard and listening and getting better. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is fantastic advice. Mm-hmm. I agree with what you said that every new job takes practice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and you will learn it, and you just yeah. have to keep practicing. That's a great piece of yeah. advice. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like same thing with all different jobs. Oh, you yeah. know, with you know, boss like, like example, like this ref. Mm-hmm. Or 
in some in US, Vancouver, the states, like everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. The rule applies everywhere. I think you're absolutely right. Do you really love your job? Yes, yeah, I do. Are you very happy there? Well, to be honest, maybe. Okay. <laughs> well, we all have our days, right? Some days a job is easier. Some days it's a little harder. Yeah. But it is, like you said, yeah. Yeah. a learning process. Yeah. But I learn about my dream. Yeah. And yeah. you love your team. Great. I love my that. dream or I like the co-workers there too. Dream team. Dream team. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. We have a dream team at DSRF. Yeah. So I could see what you were talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I, I like it. And then they give me some money and I might save up something. Yeah, save up some of your money. Yeah, or with a little bit carry, like a press of winning stuff. And yeah. Yeah, yep. great. That's awesome. I love that you have a plan. Lots of plans. Um, well, we would love to thank you guys for coming. Thank you so much, Jason, for sharing your experience. I think it's going to help a lot of families and a lot of other young people with Down syndrome, you know, get excited about looking for work and for getting a job. So, And we want to thank Asia for joining us. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We're so excited to see where this program goes. Um, kind of seeing it firsthand, Marla and I, as we work with Asia, she's doing a fantastic job and mm-hmm. it's great to see that meaningful employment thing happening and our adults just loving what they do. So thank you for sharing with us as well. And, mm-hmm. All right. Thanks for filling the gap. Thanks yeah. for filling the gap. To exactly. Totally. Yeah. The Lowdown, a Down Syndrome podcast, can be found on all major podcast platforms. Subscribe today so you never miss an episode. And let us know what you think by leaving a rating and a review. Be sure to visit the webpage for this episode at dsrf.org slash podcast for additional resources related to the topic. You can also follow DSRF Canada on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube for updates from The Lowdown and the Down Syndrome Resource Foundation. Want to know more about Down Syndrome? Class is now in session at DSRF's online learning portal powered by Thinkific. Users have called DSRF's resource brilliant, fantastic, and absolutely first class. Now, our educational platform puts these tools right at your fingertips. Start with our free introductory course Down Syndrome 101 or dive deep into the issue that matters most to you by enrolling in subjects like mental health or relationships and sexuality for people with Down Syndrome. Each course guides user through video, audio, and written resource to help you better understand and support the person in your life with Down Syndrome. All courses and subscriptions include access to the DSRF Circle of Support. Through this social community, users can interact and learn from one another and engage directly with DSRF. So, what are you waiting for? Class is about to begin, and there's an empty desk just for you. Visit dsrf.org slash thinkific to sign up today. Got questions? We have answers. 
321's Canada's Down Syndrome magazine brings leading-edge expertise from Canada's top Down Syndrome professionals, as well as parents and people with Down Syndrome, direct to your inbox four times per year. Brought to you by the Down Syndrome Resource Foundation and Canadian Down Syndrome Society. 321 tackles issues important to people with Down Syndrome and their families at every stage of life. From mental and physical health and development, relationships, employment, independence, and more, we will equip you to explore whatever your future hopes. 321 Magazine, information and inspiration for Canada's Down Syndrome community. Download the latest issue and describe for free at dsrf.org slash magazine. The Lowdown, the Down Syndrome podcast, is a production of Down Syndrome Research Foundation. Learn more at dsrf.org and join the conversation at DSOF Canada on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. The Lowdown is hosted by Marla Fodan and Hannah Mahmood, and is produced by Glenn Hughes. The Lowdown theme music and just do was written and recorded by Rick Scott.